Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out another episode of O Jeremiah Talks. It's uh, the podcast by the band O Jeremiah, where we literally just talk to each other. Aaron and I are married, and this is just a good time to, to hang out, catch up. Sometimes life gets in the way, but this week it does not, because we talk about our new love of the game of football, soccer. Uh, if you are American, <laughs> we go to an Atlanta United game, Ted Lasso's back, the Olympics are on, and we get kind of swept up in it. Aaron and I talk about the game we just went to for Atlanta United, and Kanye was there, which was weird, but it somehow ended up being like really important to us, and we can't stop talking about how much we love it. And if you want more, over on Patreon, we talk about Marvel Movie Mondays. Aaron and I are going through every one of the Marvel movies because we're afraid that we're going to get locked down again, and we're preparing for the worst. So we're starting our Marvel Marathon. We've watched Captain America, and we've watched Captain Marvel, and we're going through every one of them. And we're going to tell you all about it on Patreon. So if you want that, go to patreon.com slash ojeremiah, or go to ojeremiahtalks.com. Okay, this conversation is super fun. I hope you enjoy it. I'll see you on the other side. Let's go. I wanted to be you talking on the intro. I know we can together. Yeah. Can we talk about Delta up top? Would that is that like a bummer way to start a podcast? Um, I mean, I feel like most people are talking about it, so. Well, it's all I'm thinking about. I think. Really. Yeah, like I'm back to checking the stats, like it's my religion, like that's what it took was just. You know. I know. Well, our, so is it? Did it start with that graph that you saw on Facebook? No, it started because our best friend was we. He moved to Texas, and he gets vaccinated. We, by luck, get to see him. For but we were going to talk about the soccer game we went to. He came to the to the Atlanta United game. Yeah, and we saw him, and we didn't think anything of it. Uh, at the full capacity, there were sixty seven thousand people in the stadium. And then he goes back, he texts us, and he says, hey, y'all, not feeling great. No need to panic. Just want to give y'all a heads up. And then the next day he's like, hey, don't want to be a bummer, but definitely showing some symptoms. Uh, <laughs> just had pancakes. They didn't taste like anything. Not pancakes, really. but." Yeah. Um, and then the next day he tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And he is fully vaccinated with the same vaccine that I have. Mm-hmm. And it, we hugged. At least four times, I think, because every time he came up to me, I would get like emotional that he was here and then I would hug him. <laughs> so it was like I was asking for for Delta. And then uh, I went and got a test and it was negative. Yeah. But ever since then, I was like, oh, we thought we were done and we were wrong. Well, in your defense, everyone started acting like normal again. They really did. Yeah. And I'm mad at everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But. It, the numbers are saying now that maybe the, the thing that I heard today was maybe if you were vaccinated, it was more like a treatment than a vaccine because vaccines are supposed to last more than three months. You know, what, what does that mean? A like, tr- what do you mean a treatment? Like, I guess the idea is like, oh, like a you, continue, a continual yeah, thing. It, like, yeah, it's like a routine uh, protection, but I don't know. Like, I, I think there are a lot of very intelligent people in the science world that like, you know, our friend Julie was like, yeah, this is going to be a problem. And she said that in like May. Yeah. She was like, we're not done. Like yeah. everyone's out and about in Target without their mask. It's not done yet. Yeah. And I was like, wow, she's so dumb. But 
she's not. She's a genius. Like, she just knows, you know? And I just... You're afraid we're in a lockdown again? I'm afraid we're in a lockdown again. Uh, old Daddy Biden is already saying, like, it's not off the table, which is not what I want to hear. And I just know that we're going to be canceling shows again. I got an ad yesterday that was like, Biden wants to give Americans $100 if they get if they've had a vaccine recently, like if they get it soon. I don't know how true that is, but... Yeah, where does that money come from? I don't know. It's... Yeah. Do we get back paid if we already got the vaccine? No, and that's probably why he's not... That That's probably why it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a strong stance on anything anymore. I was very I also, strong on one direction at the beginning. I was very strong on the other. In the now I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I just want I just want to be able to You play were strong show. about the vaccine? I no, was, I was very hesitant on the vaccine at the beginning because I couldn't get past the, yeah, it takes us like 10 years to develop a vaccine. But I ended up getting it. Well, I had massive funding for it. But I, I yeah, sorry, you ended up getting it. Yeah, so I ended up getting it. And then I was like, you know what? That wasn't nearly as scary as I thought it would be. Uh, I'm glad I got it. Because I, I, it, I'm really bad whenever people start breaking off into camps. Like you're like all the Democrats got it, all the Republicans didn't. Like I'm not comfortable in that like scenario that. ever. Well, and there's a narrative that you and I have talked about about how the narrative going around of if you haven't gotten vaccinated, then you're the problem right now. Which I just don't agree with. And I just I don't love that. Yeah. Um, there's apparently I forgot who we were talking to. But a New York Times episode. Was it Grayson? I think I just remembered. No, that was me. Oh, wait, no. Okay, go ahead. No, remember the other day we were trying to figure out who we were talking to? <clears throat> Excuse me, but I think it was Grayson about listening to a New York Times episode of just, like, why you would not get it. And it was just an interesting, like, both sides perspective. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in meeting in the middle on the whole thing. Yeah, but because we were listening, I was listening to the daily, which is a podcast I listen to every day. Uh, I listen to it daily, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it was about Delta, and it was about these breakthrough cases. And literally at the top of the podcast, the person doing the episode was like, "So I'm in Athens, Georgia. An entire family of vaccinated people get COVID. Oh yikes! And it just like it made me just so on edge. Oh yeah, I wasn't talking about that, but yeah, no, I know. I know but about. that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. It so, just, anyways, it it's stressful. I've definitely got some toilet paper in my mind, like of we buying got a bidet, next. baby. That never that's the part I'm not scared about. That's if there's good. one thing I'm not worried about, it's toilet paper. Yeah. But I I just I, just I don't want to I just don't want to lock down again. I I I feel like the entertainment industry has taken such a beating. And yeah. the idea of like being like, oh, eighteen months wasn't enough, here's another year of this is just so tough. Yep. It that it just feels so discouraging to me. Yep. I know. But I know. you know, we're still in the we're still in the thick of learning as we go. I like to think that we have a better understanding on how to act, but like everywhere in Athens is starting to mask up again. Like I, I cuz I really enjoyed not wearing my mask this summer. And because whenever they came out and they were like you don't have to wear a mask, I felt really good about that. I was like, yeah, I did everything I was supposed to do. And then now those same buildings are like uh, it, the switch was, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. And I would do what the sign says. I'm the only guy in the building doing what the sign says. But I went to get coffee at a coffee shop in town, and it said whether or not you're vaccinated or not, you have to wear a mask. So, like, we're going, we're definitely going back to that. Yeah, I think you like clear-cut rules 
that make sense to you. I'm good at following the rules if I agree with them. No, I know. Like, because I think rules are like, I want everyone to be safe. Like, I think yeah. that's the thing we miss when we start going, you're the problem or I'm the pro-. Like when you get to that point, you forget that like, we're actually all on the same team. Like no one's trying to make this worse. We're all scared. Yeah. No one's trying to make it worse. Yeah. Like and why would, why would anyone try for that? I know one of the happiest moments of, uh, that I can, uh, I go back to it all the time is at the beginning of COVID when I went on a run and I went down millage and everyone was waving at me Yeah, because we were all scared. I know. And it, and we would make room for each other and we were like, it was it's this like, understanding of we're like, going to make it through this together. Yeah, I know. And then 20 minutes later, it's like you caused it, you know, <laughs> like, and I just, I get so fatigued by it, but I don't know, maybe, maybe whenever things get ramped up again, we'll learn to be nicer to each other. That's what I would like. I'm fine shutting the doors again, but can we be kinder to each other this time? It's so weird. I definitely have like fond memories of last year. Is that weird? No, I, that's the closest you and I've ever been. Maybe that's why. Yeah. That was a sweet spot in our marriage. Yeah. Because we had nowhere to be. It was just us. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been struggling so hard with like, uh, I don't know if depression is the right word. I've definitely been in the blues a lot over the last year. Yeah. And it, uh, that is because of COVID because none of the things that bring me joy, I get to do anymore. I don't think the beginning of COVID you had it. No, because I was delusional. I was like, oh, this is only going to be 20 minutes. Oh, wait, it's going to be two weeks, six months. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I can't picture it going back to normal. Right. But it now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, let's let's learn to be happy regardless of what the situation is. Yeah. I think that a lot of live shows was the thing that brought me the most joy. Touring brought me a lot of joy. And since COVID, it's been like the studio. I think what's weird is that I always expected there to be an on-off switch that got flipped. Do you know what I mean? For COVID? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's whenever things <clears throat> would change. Well... I would say. But then that never happened. It's it's just always, we're just always moving forward in adjusting to a new normal. Yes. But I thought the switch was flipped whenever Fauci said, okay, if you're vaccinated, no more masks. I was like, oh, cool. That was it. That but was the I flip. didn't feel like that was a s- switch because we all weren't on the same team yet. Yeah. Then the side switched where it was like, we don't believe the CDC whenever the whole time they were like, yeah, it's frustrating. But okay, I I think we've covered it pretty good. Yeah. And I feel like anytime it comes up, people get all squirrely. We're not trying to like say you should do one thing or the other. We I I think for me, it's just a matter of doesn't this suck? Can we all get into a room and just cry together? That's what that's my take Mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. Because the idea of like going on Facebook and being like, what's the answer? It just it's not there, you know? So yeah. uh, I just I would say the only thing I would say is hug your musician friends because they're very bummed, hmm. I would say. Yeah. But like look at like just check in probably, I would say. Um, yeah. OK. Can we talk about the fact soccer? that you and I are diehard soccer fans now? Die, diehard is extreme. Surprise, surprise. OK. So I have never cared about. Any sports establishment other than tennis. I played tennis in high school. So I feel like I have sort of like stake in that. I've only ever watched football games because of guys I was dating. And so we did not watch any sports. And then whenever I met you, I was like, yay, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah. But (laughs) we got invited because the company that I work for 
was like, hey, team building thing. We're going to go to an Atlanta United game. But get box seats. And but get whoa, box seats. And was it was a vibe. Fun. It was a vibe. Um, be- Free food in general is, it, like, is, yeah, is it, a very exciting experience as an adult. If McDonald's is handing out hash browns, I'm in a box. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I feel sure. like. I feel like <clears throat> this is the best day of my life. Because I just got a hash brown from it's McDonald's. Like, it's like the, the most adult excitement. Because as a kid, you don't really worry. Because well, all your food is free when you're a kid. Right. But whenever you start paying for food, you're like, oh, man, this is really frustrating. So whenever you get free food as an adult, I would say that's like one of, like, that's a very exciting thing. Yeah. I am, if I ever, like, decide to cut something or go on a diet, the diet ends the first time someone offers me free food. Because that the fact that it is yes. free is more important mm. to me than any of the nutritional value of it. Oh, I have. They'll be mm. like, "You want a honey bun?" And yes. I was like, "Yes." I totally relate to that, and that's where my cutting out gluten was like really difficult. But it was already like a decision made for me. Yeah. Like anytime I'm at a birthday party, I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm not having cake." Like it's already like it's not the f- struggle of like, "Oh, should I have some?" Like, should I have another piece? Like, right. it's always like, "Nope, can't have it." But that almost cut like so I'm. A quick update on my 30-day thing. I'm on day 13 of no caffeine and everything else that I love. Yeah. I just say caffeine. I lead with that because that's been the hardest one. Yeah. you. I, I think it's like I know what time of day it is because every hour on the hour you go, I want coffee so bad. Yeah. And I'll pour a cup and you'll be like, I want that so bad. I know. I had to smell yours this morning. but It was a weird move, too. You were well, like, can I, just, can I just smell it? Okay. It's very weird. Dandelion root tea doesn't cut it. Okay. But... Yeah, I, I'm on day 13 of 30 of with this experiment of cutting out a lot of things that I love. But caffeine is the hardest. But I almost, like a few a couple of weeks ago, whenever I, my first week on this, I cut out alcohol too. And someone was like, oh, a drink's on me tonight. And I was like, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, like you're saying, like free food, free drinks. Like I'm just here for it. No, I am too. I, and so I, and I also didn't know what we were going into. Like when he said, we're going to go see the Atlanta United. Had never even, here's the thing. I thought it was going to be outside. I was packing sunscreen and bug spray. Yes. And I don't know what the Atlanta United mascot even is. Like, is it a pad, a badger? I don't know. So like, I've never seen. There we go with the badger again. I've never seen a soccer game to the point where I was just like, oh, I know what this is going to be like. Yeah. And he said, we're going to do a box. I don't know what that means. Like what, what, is that good? Yeah. Yeah. But we go, and it's at the new Mercedes uh, Arena. Mercedes-Benz Ampe- Stadium. Stadium. That's that's the word that sports people use. I called it a theater when I was yeah, there. Yeah. You're like, what's the venue size? Um, but it it was so cool seeing Atlanta all dressed in red and black, all heading to the same place. Yes. Like something was about to happen. So exciting. Yeah. We went to Park City. They were City. efficient with parking. Sorry. They were very, very Just efficient. Just a quick note. Uh, we went to Pont City Market before, and you could see everyone in their jerseys because it was game day. All throughout the city, everyone is so amped about game day. Oh. Yeah, and I talked to people, and I was like, hey, I'm going to that game too. What should I expect? And they were like, you're going to have a great time. That's all they said. So much shorter than I anticipated. Yeah. I wanted to stay there another hour. Yeah, it's two halves. It's two 45 minutes half, halves, a little extra time at the end, and then we go home. It was, it was great. Yep. But Kanye West was at the game, which... I didn't know, but he did a a listening party or a listening a- event for his new album, Donda, the Thursday before the game. The game was on a Saturday on Thursday before. He did it in the stadium. Yes, where we saw the game. 
and apparently I did not watch it. Kanye West is just such a, uh, a question mark to me. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Is that typically a venue? No, it's, I mean. For musicians or is it just for sports? I think it's just a sports thing, but okay. Kanye is Kanye. I think that's why I said venue whenever I was there, though. It was because I had heard that Kanye West was there like two days earlier. Yes. And it's rumored that he's like living there right now recording an album, right? right. No, yes. So he does the listening thing. And it's like an arena full of people and everyone is just like amped up. Kanye's doing whatever, but Kanye's an hour late. He plays the record. He comes out. He just like bops along to the to the album. And then everyone loves it or doesn't. I don't even know. It's Kanye. He comes out wearing a ski mask and then everyone goes home and then Kanye never leaves. He just stays at the Mercedes Center. Right. And he's living in the visitor's green room. I think that's so funny. And so whenever South Carolina, the people playing Atlanta United, came to the game, they couldn't get to their green room because Kanye was in oh, it. Oh, actually, that's kind of mean. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. Kanye was in it, like, finishing his album. Isn't that weird? And I'm assuming it's like, oh, I'm really inspired here. I, I assume, but Kanye is more... It's a, it's a shame that Kanye, as talented as he is, has to do such goofy things to, like, make headlines. Yeah. Because I I was in, I think we were even really close to where he was in the arena. I think we were too. Yeah. Like, I think we even saw him. He was wearing a big red jacket and a ski mask. Oh, I didn't see that. And he was like walking around there. And it, like, it, people were like, who the heck is this guy? Like, this is super weird. And next day it's like all over like Pace Magazine and stuff like that. But it was just a surreal, a surreal thing to, to have seen Kanye at a soccer game. We got really into the game way into the game like i was like standing up like i wanted to stand up in the last five minutes yeah we lost which sucks but we didn't even score we didn't even score but it it just i get we almost did like 25 times i get the 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 fever of it like because we watched ted lasso the new episode came out the day before which probably helped and i want to like sports like i want to be like yeah. i want to be like dude are you you go into the bucks game like i want to say stuff like that yeah but i could not care less like i went us? to a uga game i get it right but it's not for me is this us talking about soccer as a whole it can be because yeah. i feel like we should kind of talk about the new episode of ted lasso as well football is life baby football is life yes Let's let's take a second to talk about Ted Lasso because I feel like we have to because everyone we love yeah because we watched that before going to Atlanta United to like get hype for it yeah so if you haven't seen the new episode skip ahead probably because I want to talk about specific things if that's okay here's where I think it's going okay go ahead I think I mean I think it's pretty obvious like it's leading to <clears throat> am I gonna get this right Jason Sudeikis yep oh <gasps> I finally got the Jasons right. He's he's Ted Lasso. That was a that was a low hanging fruit. Sudeikis, Bateman, Siegel. I get all three confused. You do. Okay. Well, anyways, I think it's obviously leading to him needing therapy, right? And like coming to better terms with like what it can do, and it just maybe celebrates mental health because it set it it sets up the season to be, and I kind of wish they would have touched on this a little bit in season one, but it sets up. The fact that uh, Ted Lasso and his ex-wife had a really bad therapy experience where the therapist sided with her and against Ted. 
Or that's how he perceived it. Yeah. That's how he perceived it. Yeah. And I wish that there would have been some like some breadcrumbs in season one because that felt very like a hard turn to, oh, well, this is about to be a lot about therapy. Well, no, I think we knew that they went to therapy. I think we knew that they were working on it. Yeah, we definitely knew that. Yeah, maybe maybe they did. Yeah, maybe you're right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, maybe you're right. We did watch it twice, but I wasn't looking for that. Maybe that's something if we if we rewatch. But I'll, I, I'll I think I remember them to. talking about working it out. Yeah, they definitely talked about we've been working this out for sure. Right. But so there's a sports therapist because the football is life guy. I can't. I can never. Th- those names. The only one I can remember is Jamie. Tyler oh, Danny Rojos. Danny Rojos. Yes. So Danny Rojos <laughs> kills a dog in the first scene. Yeah, that was so that was so weird. And at first I was like, this is so dumb. But then I'm like, oh, it's setting you up for... They set that up really quickly. I can imagine being in the writer's room and being like, no one's going to buy this, so we might as well make it silly. Yeah, and you can tell Ted Lasso is just like very skeptical of this therapist, but also like... Wants to be his charming self, but can't really win her over. Yeah. And I think it's going to get into why Ted Lasso is the way he is. I, I like to think so, too, because when I, wa- when I watched season two, the, the quippy one-liners got on my nerves. Because, you know, that's kind of like what Ted is. It's like, you know... Uh, Oh, it got on your nerves? It got on my nerves this time. Why? Like, the charm wore off on it. I don't know. Like, because some well, of those Well, I think lines... because you're seeing him as unhealthy for the first time. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But like, Because even they're trying the to writing... show you that he's uncomfortable with... Even you know the I mean? writing was really, like, weird to me. Where, like, mm. they couldn't just have a conversation. It had to be, like, these, like, funny, like, turn of phrase Ted Lasso-y jokes. I think it's because it's not surprising to you anymore. Yeah. I think the the newness the is worn off. F- first season was that, but that's what I'm saying is like I think they're actually like crush. I think they're gonna crush that. Like I think they're actually gonna handle that well. Yeah, and that's what I'm excited to see, because all the reviews say the beginning of the season is like only okay, but at the end, uh, it's amazing. Like it has a yeah. slow start to a great ending. Well, they had, I, I if they take it in the direction that I think they are, the way they had to craft that first episode. It, the first 15 minutes, I was like, this is so dumb. But then I was like, wait a minute. No, I get what they're doing. And I hope it actually happens this way. And I think it maybe just celebrates mental health as a whole because you learned that Roy, Roy I can't say that name. Roy Kent. Kent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you learned that like he's kind of lying about actually being happy right now. Yeah. And being okay without soccer or without playing. And, um, but I will say, one of the best moments of the episode was after the double date with Rebecca and Keeley, whenever R- Rory, Rory, Roy tells, tells uh, Rebecca what he actually thinks of her date. Yeah, Roy, Roy's my favorite character for sure because he's like angry curmudgeon but still somehow super lovable. And I, he's the one I'm most interested in where they take him because in the, in the first episode, his girlfriend, uh, remind me the name? Keeley. Keeley. Keely is pushing him to become like a radio anna- or like a like a sports announcer. I don't even know the terms, but like be the guy that holds the microphone. And he's like, well, that was a good shot, Mike. I just don't see him doing that. And he doesn't either. And that's why he's so upset about it. <laughs> As if I know him. And it it's a really cool like, OK, how does he going to fit in this story for two more seasons? Yeah. And I th- and I 
the he was in the first episode so much that it makes me think that they're going to keep him around a lot, which is great. But I think what's happening is like the first season, we got to know everyone's first layer of defense and mm. how they are as people. I like that. And then the second season, I feel like we're peeling back layers on everyone and we're getting to the root of why they behave the way they do. I love that. I love to. I love the idea of uh, Rebecca being a character without her ex-husband. Exactly, because she, in the first episode, is just beginning to see her worth again. Yes, and I really like that because she only existed in relationship to her husband in season one. Every action she made was, I'm going to get him back. Yeah, and I, th- I think Keely's also going to take a turn. This is assumptions, yeah. but if my theory is correct, I think we're going to learn that Keely has a passion that she hasn't told anyone about yet. Yes, I think that's I think all that's great. I I'm, could be wrong, but I'm just like spitballing here. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I love that the show is is comedy forward. Like yeah. it's not like a serious show that has jokes. It is jokes the whole time. Like even the fact that the dog dies in such a silly way because no one wants to watch a dog die. But that well, was luckily like, we didn't have to. And you don't have to because it cuts away noise, and yeah. it's like really silly. But it sets Danny Rojas up to, to like the quote of the show is football is life for him. And my favorite yeah. line in the whole in the whole show so far has been football is life. But it is also death. And he's very like casual <laughs> about it. Yes. I yeah, just really fa- love that. And, he's fa- and that makes me think that everyone's going to discover their dark sides and what they deal with in life. Yeah. Like that is probably the thesis statement of the whole season. And Again, I'm making all this up. Yeah. But who knows? But. Is there another episode out? Yeah, we'll watch it today. We need to watch it. Yeah, but whenever we were at Atlanta United, I saw a sign that said football is live. Yes, they put it up on the screen. It was so cool to feel like, and I think Ted Lasso is a good gateway drug in the same way that the Queen's Gambit was a great gateway drug for people to get into chess. That's what Ted Lasso feels like because the Monday after we went to the game, I got invited to play soccer and I went to play and it was a bunch of like 30 something dudes that played in high school that are probably teachers or bankers or whatever that want to get back out there and do soccer stuff and I got invited I don't even own cleats I was the only one out there in running shoes and I was slipping and sliding all over the field Mm. and my only thing is I have a lot of energy so I could like run a bunch but the next day my I don't know how to say this go ahead my groin house is that the the your, your inner legs my inner legs your inner thank thighs you, were like locked up and it looked uh-huh. like i rode a horse from kentucky to new mexico kentucky, i don't know why those maybe connecticut to I don't yes know I, I rode a bo- I, it looked like i had been in some trouble with a horse and a you're walking funny yeah i was walking funny mm-hmm. and it is a very athletic sport yeah. a lot of running yeah and I did a lot of like jutting around, yeah. and I guess I tweaked my um, my funhouse. Yikes! Um, <laughs> we played soccer a lot whenever I was in the sixth grade. Okay. Like that was I went to a private school from oh. kindergarten to sixth grade. I didn't know you grew up rich. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but um, your dad's literally a farmer. I know. I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, but it was a really tiny school, and we only had like twelve people in my class. But um, we played soccer every day for recess in sixth grade. And at one point, like, I felt, like, decent at it. Yeah. But I was, like, little. and It's very, very cardio-forward sport, to say the least. And it was just, like, I remember always just, like, 
being able to like kick the ball out from under someone was like a big deal. But that doesn't really happen. The way I envision soccer was not what happened whenever I went to the game. (laughs) Like it was way more like passes and stuff. Yeah, way more. uh, 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 No, instead of just like two people skirting across the stage, like I mean the field, whatever, just like waiting in the wings. Yeah. I also say really quick about like games like that where they have like a big big screen and a camera where they like a baseball game where they go to the audience. That's one of my least favorite things is like worried about worrying about being on the big screen. Like I just don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, I don't either. And I, I I always make a point to not look like I'm having fun because that's the way you don't get on camera is if you don't look like you're well, having fun. Or they're going to like make fun of you in that way. Yeah, and that's fine. One time, do you remember in when we went to Disney World with your family? Oh we, my gosh, I have stress dreams about this. I know, but we did the Monsters Inc. The mo- yeah, thing, and they I, I did a lot of called. those camera things, and they panned it to me, and I shook my head no, and so they went away. Yeah, and then they got my mom. Yeah, and there's nothing like being a son and watching your mom come on screen at the Monsters Inc. Big because they talk thing. to you, and my mom, who was like, she didn't know where to look. And she was just talking to these fake monsters. And it was, it was just, terrible. It was terrible. It was so stressful. But anyways, yeah, that's one of the reasons I get stressed out about the games. But um, but in a box seat, you can just run to the box. You can get up and leave. That's what we would have done. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great time. And whenever the Olympics, the the women played soccer, I, the, I saw it yesterday. I don't know when it actually happened. I don't happened. know the schedule, yeah. Yeah, but it was just really fun. Like, I feel like, oh, I'm a soccer person now. I'm into this. I'm here for these people. So, uh, soccer, that's great. Soccer is life. Football is life. Uh, what is something that you're into this week? Man, we've been getting into a lot of things. We have. There's nothing else to do. We might as well just like pick up new obsessions. Yeah, we are getting... Well, since I can't have coffee or alcohol or anything fun... Sorry, I always go food-related. Um, I, uh, I mean, we're doing the Marvel Movie Mondays. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, that's what the Patreon part of the podcast yeah, is. Yeah, Patreon part is about that, but I'll just like briefly describe it here. We have like roughly 24 weeks left of the year, and so we thought it would be fun. Sometimes you and I get the blues on Mondays, and so I thought it would be fun to do like a Marvel Movie Monday thing. Yeah. Our friends did it during pandemic. They watched all of the Marvel movies in order, and so I think that's where I got the idea. But um, I was like, oh, that'll be fun, because I always get confused whenever I see them. I'm like, who the heck is that? And so I found um, a blog or an article that was like, here's how you watch them in order to yeah. know the exact timeline of everything. So I was like, sold. And so we're two in, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and we're having a great time. We're having a great time. And I w- I'm not a Marvel fan typically, but there's something about signing up for a movie going, this is what I'm going to be getting myself into. Like, you can enjoy Fast and the Furious if you know that's what you're going into. But mm-hmm. if you're like expecting... Blade Runner and you you go and you watch Die Hard like you're not gonna have the same experience sure and I've really enjoyed the eye candy and fun of a Marvel movie me too especially on a Monday night turn it up me Sounds too great me as well thing I'm super into Dermot Kennedy uh released a new song called Better Days oh and, yeah yeah and I, re- I really really like it because I really really like him he could sing the alphabet and I would buy the record. I just love his voice. He just, he has so much color and he has so much like anger in his voice, but it, it's just so good. And I love that he's releasing new music again. He's gearing up for a second album and I just, I just love him. He's one of my favorite artists. I actually, can I say something else really quick? Yeah, go ahead. 
What is the Post Malone song that I love so much that I'm is gonna on? I'm going to be. Okay. Every, if you're watching the Olympics right now, I'm sure you've heard the I'm going to be song a thousand times. Yeah. Because it's the one with all, it's the Peloton ad, right? Yeah, with Michael Phelps. Oh my word. I love that song. Love yeah, I it. get hype every time that commercial comes on. Like the drop is just so good. So good. So good. Thank you. Okay, let's jump over to Patreon. Jump. The next um, the next few weeks, we're going to definitely be having more Marvel conversations when we start Patreon. So if you're into Marvel... Jump over to Patreon. And if you'd like to hear two people talk about it fairly well... No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's fresh. So I think, I think, we'll, I think we'll be able to give a good account For, of it. Yeah. Like the Tesseract. Is that, like, finally understand what that thing does. And where it was. Yeah, the whole time. Well, they... Yeah, let's just go. Let's jump over. Let's jump over. Okay, cool. See you.